What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Tug of More. Welcome back after a one-week hiatus from Easter. That's right. We took our own advice. Yes. And we took some rest, took we, a break. We didn't film anything the week of Easter. We took pace off the throne. That's right. So that we could just relax, rest and relax and recover. my tongue. No, there's a lot of R words you could say there. Dude. It's good. Yeah. And Whitney and Aaron took a little vacation. We did. We did. Took some time off. It was good. And so with them gone, I was like, I could come in here by myself. Yeah. Maybe I need to get a Whitney cardboard cutout. Oh my gosh. And we just cut to it and it's just sitting there. We have a puppet. But every time it has a different drink or purse. That's true. That's actually accurate. I love it. Uh, so today we're hanging out. We're going to have a conversation like we do every week. It's a conversation between two friends yeah. that uh, are in ministry and life together. And uh, man, we're talking about where we are, where we want to be. That's the tug of more. You know, we all feel this desire, this idea that there's more for us out of our lives. But man, it's tension. It's tug to get to that place yeah where we want to be it's a fight and a struggle to be we're learning content where we are but still striving and pushing for more but without striving so yeah that's what we're trying not so to every do. once in a while there are these moments of like i see it yeah i see where i'm going i see what it is that i want to so do so close yeah so close and i think easter sunday for every pastor is probably one of those oh yeah for sure because for us easter was I can't say packed because our auditorium is gigantic. Right, right. But so, it was a full so day. many people, so yeah. full, so much energy, so much passion. Dude, it was it was yeah. an incredible Sunday. But yet, for us, it was, let's talk about it, okay. the most relaxing, joyful Easter we've ever had. As yeah, far as people chill. who work in the church. Like, if you attend Easter all the time, you may not realize how much work goes into it. Yeah. But if you work at a church, you know that the week before, even the several weeks before leading up to it, and then the day of, can be a very, like, uh, intense, stressful, tense time where you're trying to get everything done. And this year, because we've learned to get off the throne, take pace off the throne. I felt like it was just the most fun, joyful Easter ever. Yeah, it felt it felt calm. It yeah. felt easy. You know, my wife, she said to me, Tristan, it doesn't even feel, this was like on Thursday or Friday yeah. before Easter. She said, it doesn't even feel like it's Easter coming. Right. Which was a compliment and a like, dang man, you used to ruin my life the week before Easter because I would get so tense and so stressed and I would walk through the message 49 times right you know what i mean like just put so much emphasis on trying to be perfect yep that that the the perfection pushed out just comfort and, right and trusting that god was going to do it and so right. we're off the throne man it was yes. our first off the throne easter it was you're yeah. right no it's true and i think uh man if you are new to the talk more or you haven't been following along we've been in a series for the last 13 weeks in our church that is called get off the throne where we're learning uh that god is well i mean the bible is our kind of reference point that's what we base all of our life on yeah and god is the one who sits on the throne in our life we try to take over all the time but really he's the one who wants to be lord of our life and we need to let him sit on the throne and us get off of it yeah and so that's what we've been walking through as a church but you said it yesterday as you concluded the series it's not been something we've been teaching it's not been something you've been writing it's been something that god has been wrestling with you wrestling yeah. with me wrestling with us over the last year really um and so it's like a it's a new level of conviction for us yeah. as people. And I yeah. think that being on the tug team, I'm super grateful. Like, yes, we are tug of more the people of it, but we're on the team too. Yeah. Like, I'm super grateful that we've learned this valuable lesson. It only took us 40 years to get there, but like yeah. to know that we can trust God and keep pushing into all that he has for us. Yeah. I mean, when we named the tug of more what it is, 
it was the idea that we're in this fight and just squeeze the rope and pull and drive your legs yeah. and fight and grit it out. It was kind of some David Goggins style. I don't know if you know who David Goggins is. No, but he's I'll like a YouTube guy who like runs 10 miles every oh, day okay, yeah. and he's like, don't quit if you break your knee, keep running. He's oh, kind yeah. of like that intense, like Navy <laughs> 100%. SEAL. 100%. Yeah, Navy SEAL, like super intensity. And so I had adopted a lot of that, not from David Goggins, but like just in yeah. my own mentality from my own You were the up. guy who preached with a literally bleeding foot yeah. from stepping on a nail. Yeah. I'm the lady who worked on Christmas with 104 degree temperature. Right. Like that's just who we are. We're like, yeah. we're doing it. And, and so we can't quit. And so that's been kind of a part of our mantra is yeah. like, get it done. Right. Pay the price die no matter the cost no matter the cost yeah. and then we're realizing that maybe you don't have to have that approach yeah maybe <laughs> you can still give your very best you can still work incredibly hard and you can still rest right and you can still trust that god's going to do the things well and in the in the whole series we've been uh quoting psalms 103 where it talks about how god's throne is above all right all right all, all things all of it and so if he's above all Dude, that's that's me and my sermon. Now that doesn't mean that we shift into laziness. No, not at all. But come on, how hard are you going to work yourself right. to death? Well, and we we used to live with that mantra of like no matter the cost. Now we're realizing, oh wait, that cost is way too costly. Yeah. And it's not really getting us anywhere. Yeah. Like we're paying this ultimate price for something that is not actually the thing that's getting us there. God's the one who's getting us where we're going. The Bible's very clear that he's the one who promotes. He's the one who puts people up where they belong. He's the one who makes our, uh, like man makes their plans, but God directs the steps. If we'll trust him, we don't have to pay such a high cost that isn't actually yeah. worth getting us there in the first place. Yeah, so if you uh, follow the tug of more, but don't ever check out any of our content at yeah. More Church, yeah. I'd encourage you to go uh, to More Church's YouTube page. We can probably link that somewhere and uh, to go and just check out some of those messages. Absolutely. There's different topics every single week that we're hitting, and I'm sure that one of those topics is gonna spark a curiosity in you or a challenge yeah. for you that you're like, man, I need to take my pace off the throne. I right. need to take my picture, my image off the throne. For sure. Go, go and listen to one of those and, uh, and chew on it. Yeah, super good. I think if you were on the tug team, for sure, there's going to be one, but there's probably going to be many because I, so many people throughout the series would say to me, are y'all done? Like every week you're hitting me in the face. Yeah. Every week you're convicting me. I think they were such a uh, deep, like truths of life that you're going to find a lot that will yeah. be connect. Okay. You. So, uh, at the end last week yeah. of the message, I said, I feel a little torn because there's still all these ideas so that I want to cover. There's all these things right. that we still have to learn to take off the throne. And I threw a couple out and we're going to talk about them over the next few weeks. Yes. Every week was a P word. That's right. Power, plan, picture, preference, protection, people. Pride. Pride. Uh, the purse. The purse. That was all these one. things. And so I threw out a bunch yesterday. Yeah. I said, uh, you got to take pudding off the throne. That was hilarious. So we're going to do that. Pudding. You got to take porn off the throne. Yep. We're going to do that one. Yep. Get ready. That's right. You got to take uh, one you passivity oh, off yeah, the throne. Oh yeah, that was good. You got it. And then, uh, and then I said, I had a guy in the church a couple weeks ago come up to me and he said, Pastor, I, I got, I need you to do me a favor. I said, Okay, what's up? He said, I need you to add a week to the series, and I need you to talk about take your phone off the throne. Yeah. And he said, It's for my wife. My wife, she'd be looking on her phone too much. And do you know that that guy came up to me after first service and said, Pastor, thank you for not calling me out. Yeah, he did. 
there. He was like, oh my God, when you said it, I was like, oh, he was, he's going to say my name. He's going to say my name. And he's like, but thank God you got my back, Pastor. You did not say my name. <laughs> I'm not going to sell you out. No, no. I want to say his name and no, then just bleep it. it. And then just beep, like bleep no, his name out. Beep, no. But like, I think that that's something that we have to learn. Like, <laughs> that we have to be willing to take this off the I throne. I thought you were going to do rhymes with. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it's true because our phone... Well, you, so because of that, you gave some stats. We yeah. spend seven hours a day. Looking at a screen. Any screen. So that's computer that right now you're looking at a screen. If you're uh, yeah. watching this podcast, your computer, your phone, your laptop, iPad, whatever. The television. The television. Yeah. Uh, we within, had, we had staff meeting the other day and uh, one of our younger guys on the team, he, uh, a new sh season to a show came out. He said, yeah, I watched the whole episode this weekend. The whole season. And I went on and looked yeah. at 10 episodes. Oh my gosh. They're all an hour. So that means on Friday and Saturday, <laughs> this dude watched hours? 10 hours. That's, but like What's me. What's his but, name? Rhymes but, with, oh wait. <laughs> but me too. Yeah, I'm right, saying right, right. like, dude, I will, I will watch all the Rockies. No, oh, not yeah. all of, there's a lot of them. But yeah. like, no, you know, right. I, you find yourself just like We watched zombied. all the Godfathers over Christmas break because I didn't, I had never seen them. Really? Yeah, you didn't know this? I've never seen this. So we huh. watched it. What is your face? No, I just, I feel like that's a movie that... that I should have seen. Yeah, you should have seen. But I didn't. But it's did you watch it because you saw the documentary on the making of The Godfather? 100%. See what I'm saying? She didn't really want to watch it. <laughs> so she wait a saw minute, the wait, documentary wait first. First, I binged the documentary. Yeah, of course. Then okay. I binged the TV, the movie. I, I was like, you didn't watch. Oh, now you, you're interested because now of I'm the documentary. Now I'm interested. That's why. Yes. That's very weird. Good. You're weird. I know. Well, hello. <laughs> the documentary. <laughs> hello, pot, kettle. What is it? I'm like, how many times have you done that? Yeah, a but, bunch. A uh, bunch. So then you said, I've started the watching all of the, I've started watching all the, uh, Dude, there's so many Waco documentaries. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, what are you calling me out for my documentaries? Yeah, no. You literally send them to me all the I time. I can't <laughs> not watch the like crazy religious documentaries yeah. because I'm like, so dude, I hope I don't ever do that. I don't that. want to do that, but also we what see if I where started, we could. What if I started adding books to the Bible? No. What if I had like a vision I would and to, I was the Messiah? We would have that. We would see the line right here. Break <laughs> Can you break imagine apart. claiming you're the Messiah? No, it's, it's absurd. It's crazy. We're they, all over the they place They go in today. the woods and they get a, like, oh man. Anyway, uh, wait, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Take, take your phone Three off Three and a half hours of those seven hours are said to be on our phones yep. in a day. And then you said, when we add that up, that's three months out of the year. And that's just average. Yeah. So that includes like the seven-year-olds all the way to the 70-year-olds. So yeah. when you figure that out in our age range, it might even be more than that. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm about to throw myself on the bus. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so this weekend uh, at the church, we had a women's conference. Yes. And it went incredible. I did not come. I'm not a woman. You were not a lady. I was so not allowed job. to come. Yeah. And so even though I would love to come and speak at the women's conference sometime. Okay. Well, we'll make I sure mean, T.D. Jakes, woman, thou art loosed. Yeah. It's T.D. Jakes. Yeah. Okay. I, that's good. Woman, thou art loosed. Okay. Let me in. Okay. Yeah. And so anyways. <laughs> Women well, love it when, <laughs> when dudes tell them that they're not any longer crazy because they said so. <laughs> Listen, just I'll kidding. just come and say how crazy all their husbands <laughs> Yo, are. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. okay. Go, go, go. So Rachel's up here all mo Friday night, all day Saturday. All day. She gone yeah. early. She don't get home till it's dark. Yeah. She's gone all she day. Gone. She Which gone. means that I am fully watching the kids. Yeah. Which happens, but not like yeah. that often, yeah. you know? And, uh, and so Rachel, before Dad she in leaves, charge. dad's in charge, before she leaves, she's like, Hey, don't let them watch their iPads all day. I was like, I'm not gonna, those kids ain't watching their iPads at all. Right. Unless like I got to do something. Right. 
Or unless I find something to watch. <laughs> and so I'm telling you, I thought my kids barely watched the iPad. That's what you thought? That's what I thought. Me and Titus were building Legos. We raced our sea cars. Me and Lillian are coloring stuff. We cleaned Lillian's room. Good God. Hey. Bags of stuff. We're about to have a garage sale. That's pay, good. Pay my mortgage off. There you with go. how much stuff we took out of Lillian's bedroom. <laughs> like, I, I was a good dad. I yeah. did good all day. Rachel got home, grabbed their iPads, looked at their screen time. Each of them had watched their iPad for four hours. <gasps> wow. And I was like, no, they didn't. Right. No. There's no way that they that they watched their iPads yeah. for four hours. They did. They did. I had no idea. Wow. I would have bet a million dollars. Yeah. Th- and I don't even have a million dollars. Right. I would have bet a <laughs> million dollars that they had watched it less than an hour. Yeah. But throughout the day, right. five minutes here, 10 minutes here. Hey, daddy, can I? Well, the other thing, they're tricky. Kids yeah, are tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're like, I want to call my friend. Oh, okay. And so Titus will like call one of his friends, mm-hmm. but then they can like screen share and they're yeah. playing. What's that game with the bricks? Rob- uh, oh, Minecraft? Mine, Minecraft. They're playing Minecraft, Minecraft. or something. Yeah. There's like some Jesus Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, what know. It is. I don't, I don't know. know. So they're, they're like sharing screens, but they're really just playing a video game. They're not even talking to each other. Yeah. Why am I telling you that story? Not because I'm a horrible father. I'm telling you that story because <laughs> the best of us. Right. Still, still. Actually, I'm a wonderful father. But still lose yeah. track of how much time we're, you're just watching something. We're recording a podcast right now, and I have looked at my phone three times while recording a podcast. What are because, you looking at? Well, it vibrated, and so sometimes the staff things, and I'm just like, what's going on? And then my husband is supposed to be flying right now to New Jersey, and his plane got uh, delayed and delayed and delayed again. And so they're waiting for an airplane part. What does that even mean? Why do they need an airplane part? Your husband might. No, 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 don't say those words. Okay. (laughs) So I just, so because my phone is. Aaron's a pilot. He'll just go up there and take the wheel and. He got it. Landed in and the Hudson. And so because it's sitting next to me and it keeps, bzz, 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 I felt it and I thought, I wonder what's going on. I better look at it. Yeah. We're addicted to these things because they've now become like a part of us. Yeah, they're when a part of us. When was the last time you left the house without your phone? Uh, I can't remember. And if I did, I immediately turned around and get it. Right. When you were in high school, did you have a phone to carry around? Like there were so yeah. many years yeah. of our when life. When I was in high school, <laughs> I had a truck phone. This is it was why a I asked truck it, I knew. <laughs> with a big cord on it that went to a big battery thing in your that car. went under the seat yeah and it, it plugged in previous to that i had a pager well yeah what's up beep, 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 my mom beep, said trust me you don't need a pager the only people that have pagers are doctors and drug dealers and you are neither <laughs> <laughs> and, and somehow then, you got a and pager then somehow anyway. somehow got a pager and i would wear a hat and i would clip it on my hat oh my gosh of course you did you were <laughs> I that wish, guy <laughs> i wish i had a photo <laughs> i know i wish i had a photo of me in a t-shirt with my sleeves we rolled up Brenda. with a hookah shell necklace oh yeah with a hat on with a pager clipped on oh my it. gosh listening to some god knows what yes driving around with the subwoofer so with, loud in your car and then your phone and then your car car phone, phone bag rings. phone bag phone that's what i was gonna say but i think yeah. that that this uh phone is a great tool but right. man it can also be a thing that that steals from yeah. us. Yeah. Rachel, uh, Rachel said, Oh, you know, the other piece is now we all get the earbuds. Oh yeah. So I will live my life with one earbud in. Mm-hmm. And so everywhere I am, I'm only halfway there Yeah. because I'm home doing Legos with Titus, but I also have an earbud in and I'm also listening to a sermon yeah. or I'm also listening to a comedian yeah. or I've got this other thing right. going that's distracting me. Uh, like on Saturdays, I've talked about, I make the kids breakfast. Yeah. And so I'm up making pancakes and all the things for the kids. And I got headphones on. I got headphones on. Yeah. 
And so Rachel, she said to me the other day, she was like, hey, trust me, I got to talk about something that's kind of serious. And I was like, oh, crap. Okay. She was like, you're, you're, you have your headphones on too much when you're at the house. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't. While wow, you had your headphone in? But I knew I, like, you know how <laughs> right. you're like, no, I don't. Yeah. I, but I do. I do. Yeah. And you realize like, man, my phone, my, my, it's an attention right. thief. When we, uh, first started working together, like full time, I was very addicted to just keeping my laptop out all night long at home. Uh, just still working, just still getting junk done. There was a lot that the church was behind on a bunch of stuff. We were trying to catch stuff up. I just got really addicted to, uh, yeah, working, I guess. And so in counseling and in conversation, uh, my counselor was like, you gotta put your laptop away. Like 6 PM, it goes away. There's no reason why you should take it out until work the next day. And I was like, okay, so I made this commitment. I'm going to do that. Right. But then about a year and a half ago, uh, Aaron and I were talking and, and maybe even as recent as six months ago, we got like even more serious about it. And he was like, Hey, I know you don't take your laptop out at home anymore, but you have that phone right next to you and mm -hmm. you will respond to any message, any email, yeah. any conversation at any moment. And he's like, when you're home with me, that's like our time, but you're letting our time get stolen by everybody else's time. And I was like, dang, you're right. And so then I just started paying attention. Like, you know, when you're not all the way aware, it's what you said with the kids, like I wasn't aware I'm, I was you're doing not it. all the way aware right. of it. And so then I'm like, oh, dang, I have a lot of conversation that I'm having throughout the night that that is not allowing my brain. to. Oh, no wonder I'm not sleeping. I'm not turning my brain off. And yeah. oh, no wonder I'm not fully remembering the story that my daughter told me because I'm also listening to this conversation, paying attention to this conversation. And so we made kind of like a commitment, like no phones at dinner and then like we still have them. It's not like they're not around, but that we won't like just let them be right next to us anymore. And it's actually been really amazing to see like how much, yeah, connection. Like that's the funny part is like, we have these to be connected yeah, and yet they keep us disconnected to the people we're actually next to. Yeah. And, and, and in a marriage, it takes two to make it work. Absolutely. Because I've talked to Rachel before about putting her phone down. Yeah. Yeah. But then I still have mine. Right. Or she's talked to me, trust to put your phone down, but she's still over there texting. Yeah. And then like, well, if you're doing it, I'm just sitting here by my, yeah. I'm not talking, don't got nobody right. to talk to. And, uh, and I think that if we can just become aware that our, our phone has gotten on the throne, our yeah. phone is now this thing that we're worshiping. Right. That we're like desperately attached to. Right. That, that it's a problem. I, uh, at night, you know, we'll put the, our kids are still little, so we'll put the kids to bed. And then after the kids are in bed, it's now like eight 30 mm. and we're like, right. like <laughs> mama, 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 daddy, 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 yeah, play yeah, with yeah. me, help me. You know, I'm crying. I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I want food. Like once all of that stops, it's kind of like, you just want some, some silence. Some silence yeah. And so for Rachel and I, it can be easy to settle into, we sit on the couch mm -hmm. and I'll sit on the couch and have my laptop on my yeah. lap and the television on and my phone with me and an Apple watch on my wrist. Right. And I'm in this weird matrix. Yeah. Uh, you know, minority report screen <laughs> situation where right. I have like a TV show on, I'm like half watching and like I'm half searching for something and I'm half looking at YouTube or yeah. Facebook. That's, that's not good. Right. No, right. That's not and good. It's funny because I think we've watched all those like futuristic shows. Like mm -hmm. I think of Wally. -E, I think of like, Wally. -E. you just said minority report. Some of these like 
shows where you saw people only engaging in like the electronics around them. The Terminator. The term, yeah. And you're like, that's absurd. <laughs> but then when you paint the picture you just painted, it's like, no, it doesn't look like that. Yeah. But it sure looks like that. Well, we, we, didn't we, the four of us get together and watch surrogates together? Yes. A while ago? Yes. That so was such a weird, yes. There's this Bruce Willis movie from like the... 90, early 2000s maybe or, yeah 2000s. where you like everybody has a surrogate robot so you don't actually go out and in, in life, life you're a robot and yeah. i remember watching that when it first came out like this is crazy this is never gonna happen mm -hmm. but now we're so addicted to these right. things um, that's what i was gonna say don't you think did you hear about the ai girlfriends no, no. okay so <laughs> we, you we have, have you a youtube okay. algorithm <laughs> no <laughs> So, so there's this controversy. You've seen all these AI, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like drawings yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Have we talked about that on here? I don't think so. I'm in a third level rabbit hole. I got a guy <laughs> that I've known for a long time and he posted a new profile picture. Yes. And the dude looks incredible. He looks super handsome. I screenshot, screenshot it and sent it to him. I'm like, it's oh like, my look, word, what my happened man, to him? My man lost a hundred pounds. He looks Got good. a haircut. Wearing a five thousand dollars suit and looks a nose job, like he looks great. Like this I was guy like, looks. Whoa. whoa, this man is handsome. Nope, it's an AI photo of himself. Right. Because I clicked on it and then I started scrolling through his thing, and the dude looks just as bad as he always has. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, it says, like click here to try your AI. It's like photo. a whole new level of catfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. so AI <laughs> tech has now grown into this whole thing, and so you can make AI friends. Oh, you have an AI friend yeah. that you're just in conversation with. It's an, it's an artificial robot. Well, so somebody made a program that it can be your girlfriend. That is very, that and is so very all strange. these, so all these guys sign up and they get this AI girlfriend and they're their girlfriend for like six months. No, this is not. No, I promise. Uh, no, you I can believe look it up. you, but I'm and so saying that's then, crazy. So then the company just shuts, shuts the pr program down and dudes started killing themselves. <gasps> Literally, like real people started ending their life because they they lost the only meaningful connection that wow. they had in their life. That's a, the only person that they yeah. could talk to. But it's not a it's not a person. Yeah. And like we hear that now and we go, that's crazy. Right. That's bananas. Yeah. But like we would have 20 years ago, you would have thought it was bananas for a person to have three screens around Correct. them every evening. Right. Correct. That looks like how they launched the space shuttle. Correct. <laughs> well, I look like I could launch a space shuttle from my couch yeah, after I put my kids to yeah, bed. Right. iPad, TV, laptop, phone, right. computer on my wrist. Yeah. I'm saying like how long until our society is only plugged in? Yeah, well, I re read a stat recently that the 9 to 11 year old age range is now like the most depressed group of kids that, that has ever been in America. And it all is based on the idea of FOMO from screens. Yeah. And like the reason we look at our phone, like I'm here with you, we're filming a pod. This is one of my favorite things I get to do in my life. Yeah. And I'm going to look at my phone to see what text I'm getting. But, but that's what we do. We, we have these screens because though you're with your wife, though I'm with my husband at home, whatever, though we're out at lunch with our friends, how many times we go out to lunch and then other people we're all on our phones. So it's like, wait a minute. But there's a fear that we're going to miss out on something happening here yeah. that we might not know the information. We might not see it. And we, we are now full of content that if we have any, like, uh, I don't know when we're quiet, when we're in the silence, it can feel very like 
sad. Well, I think that those, the kids that are battling that depression, it's because normal things no longer satisfy. Yeah. My kids don't want to go out and ride their bike. Right, right. Right. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, all I wanted to do was ride my bike. You would leave your house, go play forever, and then you either knew a time you had to be home or your mom yeah. would be out in the yard going, Tristan, get inside for dinner, right? No, my dad bought this thing at, I, I don't know, it. like an auction. I knew there was going to be it a was, story. It was an alarm <laughs> that they would sound when a, when a tornado was coming through. And that's how they got you to come home? My dad, we I lived knew, in I knew a, this. We lived in a I neighborhood. I knew there was going to be a crazy story. We lived in they- a neighborhood. <laughs> and just in the middle of summer, my dad would turn on the tornado siren in our garage. And that would be trust it's time to come home. <laughs> so loud. I would hear it from two miles away. That is the most absurd thing. But I said it because I knew there would be a story. I knew And I would it. ride my bike home. Oh my home. gosh. How did, how, how did the cops not show up? Exactly. To my house. Because everybody. <laughs> well, because he would turn it off before yeah, anybody would, would ever know. catch him. Oh my word. Anyways, it's easy to get trapped. Yeah. And then yeah. we got, we got uh, old Elon working on the Neuralink. Hey. You know the Neuralink? They yeah. already got it working in pigs. They do? Yeah, they got the thing. They can plug it into a pig's brain, and it has a bunch of wires that goes into the pig's brain, and they can control the pig and make it walk around and do stuff. That is crazy. Neuralink. It's coming. They drill a hole. Brady's over here getting freaked out. (laughs) She's like, I got to go. They drill drill a quarter-sized hole in your skull. Really? Yeah, and they insert like thousands of wires into your brain. Oh, my word. So I'm saying soon... We won't even need the, we no. won't even need to look at Instagram. It'll no. just be plugged into us. What's another reason why our throne gets on? Or wait, I said it backwards. Our phone gets on our throne. What's another reason? You Sorry, think? I'm going very conspiracy no, theorist. I apologize. It's interesting. It, I just am thinking. It, it it gets. I think it just habit. So there's just, yeah, there's just habit, the habit. There's and the then you said the, you said the word addiction. Yeah. I think that that addiction is it happens to us, but then there's um it's an easy way to disappear. Yeah. It's an easy way to disappear. Yeah. Have you ever known somebody who will pretend like they're on a phone call and they're not on a phone call? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to say hello to whoever's in the room or they don't want to have to stop and have a conversation or they just want to. So instead of feeling awkward, like I, I went to my doctor the other day and he's on the third, not a doc, my doctor. I went to get an IV. Yeah. 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 Shout out. I went to go get an IV. I was feeling like garbage. So I go to me and Rachel go and we get an IV. We have to ride up an elevator three floors yeah and there are like three or four other people on the elevator every person pulls out their phone yeah and we're all standing in the elevator in complete silence you know how long an elevator ride is 25 seconds right but that awkwardness all of us pull our phone out and now maybe we're emailing yeah. maybe we're checking a text message maybe we're making stock trades right or maybe we're just wasting our time on instagram yeah. but do you know what we're really doing feeling not awkward in the moment yeah and i think that we use this as a tether to beat awkwardness yeah to avoid to avoid but does it really work no if you think about what's more awkward that's more awkward correct we take our staff to lunch every week yeah and uh and sometimes the staff table will be divided the oldies and the youngies yeah is what we'll say yeah and for a while ain'ts and the saints the the (laughs) ain'ts and the saints so, I realize that ain't sounds yeah, like ain't they're not, not is like they're nice. losers. I don't yeah. mean they're ain't losers. The, the, just they and, ain't saints. And they, they ain't want, And sometimes we'll look over there and that table isn't talking at all. Yeah. They all have their phone out. <laughs> or, or they're playing a or game. they're playing a game they're with each other on their phone. It's playing absurd. Scrabble or I don't know what uh, they're yeah. playing over there. It's really funny. What is that game? Words with friends? Yeah, yeah. These aren't your friends. This is a computer program. 
It's true. Well, you know, a few years ago, Aaron and I were in Las Vegas and we were on an elevator as you're telling this. It made me think of it. And I did exactly that. I pulled out my phone. And you met Marcus Lemonis? And Aaron, because he doesn't always be sucked into Sorry, his phone. Sorry, I stole your story. No, you stole my story, but it's okay. I'm still mad. All of, the, all of a sudden, Aaron goes, hey, this guy, how are you, man? And like, I was on my phone. I would have been on the elevator with Marcus Lemonis and not realized he was on the elevator with me. But my husband, thankfully, is going to talk to anybody on an elevator. That's just who he is. Yeah. And so instead, we got to meet him. He was super nice. He talked to us, took a picture with us, all the things. And then he invested $30 million in a mortar. I wish. That's how, that we, that's, that's how we're doing everything that's we're doing here. That's absurd, I wish. <laughs> but like, think about how many things we miss in life because we're looking down instead of up. And I, afterward to my husband, he literally is like, that's what happens, Whitney, when you're always on your phone, you're not getting But I'm like, you're right. You're right. Like, you know what else we miss from our phone? What? Green lights. Holy junk. You want to make me mad. Especially on Turner Warnell. I'm you want to so make me mad. mad? I'll be sitting through a light and it turns green and the person in front of me just sits there. Yeah. And in my big truck. Yeah. You know, I used to have a big truck. Now I have a little baby truck. Right. But in my big truck, I could see down into their into, into their, their ca- the car cab or from how high I was. Yeah. And I could see him looking at their phone and do that truck had a horn. Like I had put yeah. a, you know, upgraded horn yeah. on the thing. I would honk at them <laughs> Hold people. Hold on. It was a tornado siren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Apple doesn't fall far from the right. tree. <laughs> so I would honk at those people and they would, oh, and they would, they would go. Now I got this. I'm basically driving a wheelbarrow around. Beep, beep. It's so small. <laughs> yeah. Beep, beep. The horn. Have you heard the horn on that yes. truck? It's so embarrassing. <laughs> But I'm laying it on them. It's fine. It sounds like a wheelchair's behind them. One of them Walmart wheelchairs <laughs> when I hit the horn. Because they, we just sit at intersections. Yeah. And we're, why? Why we're driving, we're driving a giant yeah. vehicle around Correct. and we could die. Correct. Because we're, we're, we're checking instead, Instagram. Right. Instead, we're looking, well, because we might miss something. Or because, okay, so what do we do? What's the, what's, the, what's the challenge for our tug team? No, I think the best challenge is either... Uh, hey, one of our team recently, he got a secondary phone to turn off of his work phone during yeah. the week. And I think that now that's extreme, but for him, that's what he's walking through and learning right now. I think giving yourself the like time to turn it off. If now I'm very uh, self-competitive kind of person. Mm-hmm. So if I tell myself a time, I'm going to do it because I just can't stand to lose at yeah. myself. Uh, but if you are able to do that, then do it. If not, like give it over to somebody. Yeah. Like try it. Easton one year, he and his friend Jake from high school, they bought flip phones for like 30 days. They like put, they like got rid of their iPhones and they for 30 days. I think you just have to try whatever your personality level and then yeah. whatever your addiction level is. Yeah. You have to try something to say, hey, I'm going to give myself a break. I know Rachel has, um, well, you even said it. She checks the time on like the screen time, but she has now screen time things on her like Instagram, Facebook, whatever, well, where she can only be on so many hours in yeah. a day or no, an hour Rachel a day has it so that, that it, it locks you out. Now, That's, what yeah. I will say in my defense yeah, yeah, yeah. is she had it on the kids. So the kids can only have an hour of screen time a day on their iPads. Yeah. Well, what neither of us knew until this weekend is that the kids had found out the password to reset the screen time. Okay. But we didn't know this. Yeah, kids. And so I think Lillian, because she's kind of, you know, you know. She's you she's, in she's, a different font. Yeah, in a different <laughs> font. Lillian somehow found the password. Yeah. And then every 30 minutes is going over and putting the password into Titus's iPad and into her iPad. Oh, and so I'm not really realizing. being that aware because I'm like, they're like, going to get an hour of screen yeah, time. Yeah, that's all they got. Bunch yeah. of little jokers. And so we have to put our own screen time yeah, timer. timer. I have I have a bunch of apps 
in a folder that look what I've called it. Look at the top. Why? Why? So I've put, <laughs> I've put these things in a folder called why. And I'm like, why am I clicking on Instagram? Why am I clicking on Safari? Why am I clicking on That's YouTube? That's actually smart. Why? And so now every time I click this folder, mm-hmm. it, it's just like a mental check yeah. to remind myself like, like dude, don't, doing? don't waste your life here. Yeah. And then like, uh, I mean, the thing about these devices that we have, they also have opportunities and tools to help us. Uh, when my husband and I were gone this last week, he had a conference. So there was some time that he was away and I just had alone time. And I was like, I really need to like just abide and rest and be, uh, on my own. And so I put it on focus or whatever. There's like a app, like now you can choose to put it on focus time, which meant I was on do not disturb Mm. for like two hours straight. And so I, and I told him like, you can, you know, the people that are important in your life, they call you twice back to back. They can get a hold of you. But I said, Hey, I'm not going to pay it. I'm not gonna look at my phone for two hours. And it was crazy because I came back and I had all these messages, but the truth was none of it was urgent that needed to be reached or dealt with yeah. right that minute. And then I was able to actually put myself in a space to be like quiet yeah. and abide and be alone. And it was, it was great. So I'm like, there's plenty of tools to help us. Yeah. I think we have to do that. My phone has, uh, hurt my prayer life too. Yeah. Because I'll go, you said abide, I'll go and I'll, go to spend time with God. And I used to only have my Bible and my journal, Mm -hmm. but you just have your phone in your pocket. Right. And it's so easily, it's so easy to be pulled out of sync. Yeah. And so I found myself now, like when I'm praying or prepping for a sermon, I'll throw my phone on my couch in my office Mm -hmm. here at the church because I just, it's like once you get pulled out of that train of thought, it's hard to get pulled back in. Yeah. But that's happening to us in conversation with our wife. That's happening yeah. with us as we're trying to balance our budget. That's yeah. happening all over the while we're trying to drive 75 down the freeway. Right. We're just being distracted. Yeah. And I think that that's maybe the best the, the the best way to describe what the phone does. Yeah. Is it just distracts us yeah. from yeah. what we should be doing. Right. From the people that we should be around, from the things we should be doing, and from the life that we're really trying to live, you know? I heard somebody say that uh, if aliens came and invaded Earth, they wouldn't need to say, take us to your leader, because they would assume that we are already being led by these. It's true. Isn't that a weird concept? Yeah. Like if a outside entity were able to come in and observe humanity to see who's in charge, they would assume from just watching that we're taking our orders from this little box. 100%. That something in this isn't controlling us because we're all walking around. And I'm like, so now whenever I find myself in public, like looking at this, I'm like, aliens are watching. (laughs) (laughs) I got super, I got super uh, conspiracy theory. No, but it's true. I think that's super... Uh, it's super good wisdom just to be aware. Yeah. You and I talked about it even just a couple weeks ago, just realizing that we both have struggled with that, having the phone as something that is stealing from our time, distracting us from our lives. And just being aware has been the first step to like, okay. And then setting some parameters that can really help. And then, and then being accountable. We talk about all the time, but just having someone you said, in a marriage, it takes two. So in marriage, in friendship. Look, I'm going to call right now. Oh, come on. Spam risk, loser. So many. And and then even like, uh, Aaron and I went to this restaurant recently where you have to put your phone in a sleeve and they lock it during dinner. Huh. And it was actually like amazing because it, at first we're a little twitchy. Yeah. Because like, oh man, I don't have my phone. But then we're able to have like real deep 
not distracted conversation. And so we do that sometimes with our kids, like, okay, no phone. This is a no phone dinner. Like put your phone on the counter. We're all sitting at the table. Like, and I think just having somebody in your life that can help you shake that up. Hey, we're not going to have phones tonight. Hey, let's put our phones away. Whatever we do in staff meetings sometimes. Yeah. Hey, put the electronics away. Cause yeah. we realize it's easy to get distracted. And well, so, yeah. A Go. big question is what are you missing? Right. Because you're distracted by that. Yeah, for sure. How much conversation are you not picking up on? You're hearing parts of stories yeah. and you're missing details, maybe even in your job yeah. because you're looking at your phone. Or how much quicker of little tasks could you get done? Like oh I'll, I'll be organizing my closet, you oh know, my word. Yeah. I'll be organizing my closet or fold laundry or doing something like that. But I've got my iPad out and a headphone in. And so like, I'm like putting laundry away, but I'm also carrying my iPad. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, got a laundry basket and an iPad. And I'm like, <laughs> do you know, I could probably get it done three times faster right. no, if I correct. only focused on getting it, yeah. on getting it. Yeah. Done. I know you guys, uh, look the way you look when you wake up and then the way you look once you get ready. Us? Oh yeah. Uh, I, you guys, men. Yeah. I woke, I looked exactly how I, I look right now like this. at 6am. Yeah. I went to the gym this morning, looked exactly like this. <laughs> and then now I'm here and I look exactly like right. this. And, but but for women us, have a different, we have a process and that's, I found that like <laughs> in getting ready, dry my hair, all the things, fix my hair, put the makeup on. All, if I start a conversation with somebody, I guaranteed I'm going to be 30 minutes behind. Like that's what happens. It's, it happens all the time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it's like, what am I doing? Stop. You're going to see these people at work in 30 minutes. Yeah. Go get ready and go to work. Or, yeah. But yeah. And I'm like, golly, we've just, yeah, I've got to get better at the, the discipline to say putting it away. So guys, here's what we need to do. We need to turn this podcast off right. and then throw your phone out your car window. Just yeet it straight out the window. The window. Bye. You yeet don't need it. it anymore. That's right. I oh, think I that as long, what you said was so good, just awareness. If we can just admit and be aware, dude, I'm spending too much of my energy looking at something yeah. that's not benefiting me. Seeing what guys I went to high school with ate for dinner yeah. does not benefit my, no. does not benefit my life at all. And Randomly scrolling on Instagram or Amazon right. looking at stuff I shouldn't buy. Yeah. It's not helping me no. at all. One, and one last piece that I think we have to say because, uh, yes, because of who we are, because we're pastors is like, what things are you missing from God? It's true. That he wants to speak to you because instead you're looking at Instagram, Amazon, listening to a murder podcast, whatever it is that like, hey, I, I hear it all the time where people are like, hey, God hasn't spoken to me in a long time. And I'm like, well, have you listened in a long yeah. time? You yeah. know, like, and I'm, I'm just as guilty of it yeah. as anybody else. And so like, pay attention when we're aware then we can take some time to pay attention. And then we might be surprised what we pick up on. Dude, God wants to talk to us. Right. He's up in heaven just waiting for us to give him five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Give him five minutes. Yeah. Well, I'm like, the, I'm like David we, in the Bible, like the reason he has all those mm -hmm. songs he wrote, all those things, he spent a whole lot of time out with sheep. He didn't have no, he didn't have no Apple podcast to listen to. Holy crap. He didn't have no, like, you know what I'm saying? But you're just out in a field with a heart out in the field. And like, of course he wrote the Psalms. If we're out, I can't be on an elevator without being entertained. <laughs> right. I can't sit on the toilet without having to watch somebody. <laughs> it's absurd. It's absurd, man. Yeah. God, God can't even, I'm in the yeah. shower listening to a podcast. Yeah. So it's not. God's oh. up in heaven. Like trust his ears are always full. Yeah. Right. His ears are always full. Yeah. And so maybe you really need to throw your cell phone out your car window. Maybe you need to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we love y'all. Love you guys. We only want the best for you. Yep. I know this is a kind of different topic. We usually do a lot of leadership yeah. stuff, but I think that this really 
is is a big leadership yeah, idea because you might leadership, be you're remember? probably sitting your you're probably just sitting in your church office just watching stupid stuff on your phone anyways. Hey, oh, I'm so busy, man. <laughs> Love right. y'all. Love you.